When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Um, biceps, um, definitely he was out the rest of the game. Um, we'll look into him tomorrow, but most likely tore it. So it usually is season ending, but you never know if you can have a chance to come back later. Um, we'll have to look into that tomorrow. Um, Charlie Warner got evaluated for a cushion, but he cleared went back in. That's all I got now. How do you feel just coming out of this one, the way your defense played um, and everything? Uh, I'm just getting a win. I feel great, um, especially to have three days off after this. It's definitely a different three days when you don't get it with the win. Um, the way the defense played tonight was unbelievable. I'm um, just them to keep them out of the end zone the whole game. Um, the six sacks, um, the way our, our, I thought our corners played on the outside, just a real impressive game, and I'm real excited to watch it. You had a nice reaction to Brock's touchdown pass there, kind of a little, I guess, a little fist bump. What was your emotions watching that throw, watching that play? I couldn't believe he was throwing it. The zone coverages guys were so deep, and which usually you can check it down right underneath them and get about 12, but Brock thought he could drop it in over the guy, and it was a clear view for all of us, and it was just a hell of a throw. Like, perfect touch, got it over him. I think it was Diggs, um, and it was a big play that sealed it. Does it take guts to make that throw? Like, what does it take to make that kind of throw? Um, that's what, he does that pretty consistently. He's always always trying to get that one in. Uh, he always, he very rarely, very rarely does he check it down and you tell him he missed the deep one. Uh, he looks at it that way. Um, actually, he he proved to us while the ball was in there it was the right decision. Um, without deep... Oh, yeah, we're all we're all holding our breath as soon as he lets it go because the guy was so deep. And um, But Brock's got some touch and he was able to throw it over him and um, we took the safety out of there with a, a route um, so he knew if he could get over him, there's no one else left. And um, he made the throw, and I wouldn't have known it until he threw it. But once he threw it, it obviously it was there. This is something that comes not, not long after the pick six. First of all, did he check out of that? What, what was that there? Yeah, both of those. It was, they got us on a disguise. Um, they were doing some weird disguises, which got us in a check. I mean, it was, it was a double call. I shouldn't have put that on them. Um, obviously, it wasn't the check that we wanted. Um, but they got us with a disguise and um, ended up getting that tip. And it was an unfortunate play, but didn't face him at all. He came right back and um, made a hell of a play that sealed it. Of the sacks, and I know you guys said all year that they're probably going to come at some point. I think 15 over the last three games. What is allowing the, the pass rush to get home so well right now? I just think how much we're rushing as a group has um, changed. Um, I just think the guys are, I think after we came back from the bye week, I just feel like we moved a little bit better. Um, obviously, adding Chase helps to the group, just the depth of it. Um, you know, when we weren't getting all the sacks, I still thought we were getting in the quarterback and hitting them. But it takes a, a whole group kind of to get those numbers. And I think we've been doing that. And I think our coverage has gotten better, too. Um, 
you know, you don't always, sometimes you get some coverage sacks too. And when you make a quarterback take a couple hitches with four guys going pretty hard at him, um, usually that's the result. What was your initial impression of the way Charvarius played? We talked about the coverage. Um, from what I saw out there, I thought he was unbelievable. Um, don't get to see all of it, so I'm excited to watch it on, on um, the plane. But uh, he's he's been pretty consistent coming here. I thought he had an unbelievable game last year on Thursday night um, up here, and uh, it seemed very similar today. Did you, did you challenge him at all? He mentioned something uh, in his on-the-field interview about you going up to him and challenging him about DK and wanting him, wanting him to be on DK for this game. Uh, yes, a, a little bit. That's definitely the way I would like it to be, um, just how he's played in the past. And he didn't hesitate. He was up for the challenge. He's been up for it throughout last year, as you guys could see. And he was up for it today and um, didn't disappoint. He was real impressive. Yeah, I don't think he's traveled with a receiver this season. How big a decision is it to have him just kind of travel in that cap most of the time? Um, I mean, it's something that is always an option. I mean, just the way our scheme is and stuff. Uh, it's not something we do a lot, but. And we did it last year with him, and um, it's it's paid off every time we've done it. What about that matchup? What you guys forces you not forces, but prompts you guys to do that to travel with DK? Well, DK is such a good player. I mean, uh, he's also a specimen. Uh, you need a lot of ability, and they're going to try to get him the ball, and they're going to take their shots outside, and uh, you want to put your best corner on him. And um, Mooney was ready for that. What's your view of Christian's second touchdown run? Um, which one was the second one? Oh, it was awesome. I didn't think that we were going to, I didn't think it was going to be there. And then the way that he got in and finished it off. And it's always, once they get it close, then I'm always starting to look down because I'm starting to think of a, um, a first and goal call or inside the one and stuff like that. But Christian finished all of them there. And I, I didn't think they were, they, they didn't look like calls that should have scored, but uh, he made it come to life. Back to the touchdown pass. Was he, is he supposed to, is it designed for him to move left on that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Um, it's over the ball. It's kind of like right in line with where BA threw. Just a high low on that guy, and um, I thought that guy was pretty high. So you usually go low, but um, Brock showed he wasn't high enough. There's so much discussion: can a quarterback win a Super Bowl? Is he elite? Who knows? Obviously, till you get to that moment. But in your mind, is Brock Purdy a Super Bowl caliber quarterback right now? Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm not definitely not going to say the wrong words. So, yeah, it, not your question, but the talk of that stuff is so ridiculous. The words elite Super Bowl quarterback. I mean, it, you know, this is the NFL. You got to have a really good football team to even talk about having a chance to get there. And when you have a really good football team, uh, you better have a really good quarterback. And when you do that, you still better have luck with injuries. You still got to play good defense. You got to do everything. So like, there's also been a lot of great quarterbacks who haven't won Super Bowls. And the ones who do, you don't win them on their own. They got to be on a good team and they got to be have defenses. And there's so many things that go into it. So I always kind of hate that conversation. For so long, Seattle's given you guys problems, and especially up here. And this is the first time Niners have ever beaten Seattle twice in a row on the, on the road. Uh, what does it mean to you just to be able to kind of, you know, get over that hump and, and start getting wins consistently against this team? Um, I mean, it's not something I think about a lot because you just you think of every game, every Sunday, how bad you want to win. But um, I mean, I got a lot of respect for what they've done here. And um, Pete and John, and the tenure they've had here, they've been unbelievable. What they started out early on, and they've kept it going, and they've been able to regenerate it through a bunch of groups. And um, the home field advantage they have here is unbelievable. How loud that place is, and it's always tough. I mean, especially in that second, third quarter. You know, the game's not 
didn't seem that close in the first half, but it seems to always happen here. We get a pick six, their special teams make some big plays, and it's right back there, and that's kind of how it always feels like when we're here. Just to nitpick a little bit, you know, you guys did have a 21-point lead at halftime, but did it feel like you, you had the opportunity to really close the door and let it kind of get away and gave them some life? Uh, yeah, definitely, but also... And I go into halftime expecting that. You know, I don't expect us to come out and give it to them. I don't expect that. And um, us to, I still expect us to play good. Um, but you never go into halftime thinking, all right, we got a chance to go out there and blow them out. When, when you think that way, um, usually uh, you get humbled extremely fast. And um, we didn't talk about that at all. We went out and treated it like it was 0-0. And they're a real good football team. Um, we had an advantage in the first half, but uh, that third quarter was tough. And we gave them some life there with that pick six, which they generated it by some of the plays that they made. Um, but that's a real good football team, and uh, always thought it was going to be close. There some hearing issues with plays sometimes. It seemed like it was they're coming out of the break. You can ask Brock that when he comes in. I mean, it's always hard to communicate in that huddle. Um, you know, it's in all the substitutions and stuff, but it's it's one of the harder places to hear in the huddle. And it's something that we go over a lot um, throughout the week. Um, the focus the guys need, how tight they have to be in the huddle, how no one can speak. Because um, once you have to say what, what did you say? Uh, that usually is a delay of game and a timeout. So and it still does happen. That's why you got to be extremely efficient. Sometimes guys come out the wrong way, just a little bit backwards. And uh, that's one of the challenges of playing on the road. Motions you got always, and how, when do you want them to come out of the huddle? 15? Do you have a target number? As soon as they can. I mean, it's how quick I get it in, how quick we do the subs, how quickly they say it, how quick we come out. So um, we never really trying to do a late. We just sometimes I got to think a little bit, sometimes they got to call it, and sometimes I got to change personnel. But we're never trying to slow plate or anything till till the end or sometimes at the end of halves. Uh, we'll turn to the Eagles on Monday. Uh, we'll, we'll, t we'll take this break and um, enjoy it. Um, hopefully our guys can get healthy and cleaned up, and uh, we'll come in Monday ready to go. It was a good year over now. How hard was it to go through two Thursday night games on your schedule? Uh, not very hard. I'm glad they were spaced out because um, they, they add up. I mean, it's really hard for guys to get ready for this. Um, very hard. I mean, guys like Banks and stuff, who, it was unbelievable that he was able to play today. Um, you know, he got cleared, but... We didn't have such a bad situation with losing Zakel, um, with Burford getting hurt. You know, we definitely wouldn't have had him play. Um, but for him to be able to just tough it out and go out there when he wasn't 100 percent, like it's it's very impressive. And um, you know, I think everyone complains about these pretty big, including myself, on Monday and Tuesday. <clears throat> By the time you get to Wednesday night, it feels different to be done with your work. And then as long as you win, it's it's a hell of a deal when you get three days off, and it's something that you don't get much in the NFL. Not really. I mean, at all, we'll see what it is in the end. Um, I know it's, it's a, you know, when you compete with guys for the playoffs or for the division or home or away, um, the head-to-heads do matter a lot, but um, they all matter. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, I know everyone's talked about this stretch, but I mean, the Jacksonville win was just as big. Um, last week's win was just as big versus Tampa. And it's just about having a better record when it's all said and done. 
you have to do you have to do anything in safety with George potentially out this season? You have to move people around or? Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna have to do something because we were having to do some stuff anyways as it was, and to lose George. I mean, George is um, he's been unbelievable. He's been one of the best special teams players in the league here. And, um, and he's been he's a very good safety for us too so and we've been thin there with the depth and losing him's a big deal um, we'll have to see what our options are here though when we get in all right thanks guys open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union at 5.25% APY it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org/cb for details offer expires May 31st 2024 APY equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by NCUA Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.